way to heaven and we're going to think about uh, what that looks like as we see Jesus send some of his disciples out. The first half of the church here looks at uh, the big events in Jesus' ministry. the birth of Jesus, we have the Advent uh, season, Christmas, and then the beginning of Jesus' ministry, we have the Epiphany season, uh, miracles, first miracles, calling the disciples, and, and so on. And then we have the high point of the church here, uh, where we especially focus on Jesus' uh, death and his resurrection. We have the Lenten season, Holy Week, and, and then we have Ascension, where Jesus ascends back up to high, on high, that's where he is now, interceding on, on our behalf. And so we have that festival part of the church here. But now we're especially looking at our own relationship with Jesus, the life of the church, uh, growing in, in, in a more informed and intimate walk with Jesus. And today we will look at Jesus sending some of his disciples out on a journey. Indeed, he sent them out to travel light. Uh, here's what it says. It says, He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, not to wear sandals. Do you know what the Greek word for sandal is? It's sandal. Uh, you know, they had more significant shoes as well, but the sandals were just kind of this floppy thing, and so they, they were just take kind of rudimentary foot, footwear and, and then not put on two tunics. He was teaching them that they were to travel light, that they might have confidence on him instead of what it was that they had with them. Now, there are a number of passages in Scripture that as time goes on, we might have a harder time relating to. And I think this is one of those passages that we find it more difficult to relate to this today than, say, you might have 30 or 40 years ago. You know, 30 or 40 years ago, when you went on a vacation or on a trip, you would make sure that, that you packed everything. You know, for every contingency, and so you'd have all these bags and suitcases, and and you wanted to make sure that you had everything that you needed because you didn't want to run out of some kind of necessity. But we don't need to worry about that uh, these days uh, because now when we travel, we travel with one of these with with some kind of a bank card, credit card, debit card, some kind of plastic. And, and we know how to travel light now. We say, well, it doesn't matter if I forget something because there's a, a Walgreens or a Myers, wherever it is I go. And so this whole idea of traveling light is something that, that we've come to understand because we have these. And whether it's a credit card or whether it's a debit card, or some other way to get a hold of money, you and I have grown to travel counting on ourselves. That we can take care of me. That if we run into any problem, we can take care of what that need is, what that problem is. That's not the way of Christ. It's not the way of Christians. Uh, uh, this is the way of the world to count on self. You know, we've talked before, haven't we, about pride and how the world celebrates pride and, and counting on yourself. We live in a chest-thumping kind of a time. Look at me and what I can do. That's not the way of Christ at all. Jesus was teaching those early followers of his, and he's teaching you and me that the way of the kingdom is different from that. Instead of relying on on ourselves, we look to Him. And so our theme today is Christians Traveling Light. 
And what Jesus is teaching us today is that we are to offload confidence in self and stuff. Uh, He said to them, he said, he charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on two tunics. They were to go out into the world relying on him and not on, on themselves. This wasn't to say that the stuff that they had was bad. Later on, he'd send them out on another journey and he'd say, now when you go, take all those things. It was a lesson that he wanted them to learn early on that their hope and that their confidence should not be in themselves. This is the way of the kingdom. You know, God builds in the point of brokenness. God builds in the point of of emptiness. God doesn't build in our strengths, but in our weaknesses. Uh, Think about the prophet Ezekiel. That was in the earlier lesson today. Ezekiel became one of the great prophets of the kingdom. And uh, here's what it says, Ezekiel chapter 2. It says, the spirit entered into me. See, it's It's the Spirit of God, not Ezekiel's Spirit. It says, The Spirit entered into me and set me on my feet. Son of man, I send you. I send you to them. It wasn't himself. I send you to them. And you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God. When we travel toward God's glory, we want to travel light, offloading any confidence in self and and stuff. This was the way of the Apostle Paul. If there was anybody who ought to be able to be boastful in himself, it was the Apostle Paul. Uh, Both before he became a Christian and after he became a Christian, Paul had a lot of things going for him. Uh, Before Paul became a Christian, he came from the right family. He took all of the right classes. He went to the right school. He had the right ability. He had the right career. He was good at it. He had a good spirit for it. He exceeded others of his age for the the work that he was doing. And after he became a Christian, uh, he had this relationship with Jesus. We we heard about it in the lesson from uh, Corinthians where Paul says, I know a guy that got caught up to the third heaven. We think that was Paul. And that Paul had this amazing, ecstatic experience. If anybody had something to boast about, his own strength, his own ability, his own training, it would have been Paul. But Paul said, I consider all of these things rubbish. I view it all like like dung, except for the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. In our lesson today, then, uh, we heard Paul say that he wouldn't boast on any of that. He wasn't going to look on himself. He wasn't trusting in himself. This is from 2 Corinthians 12. But on my own behalf, I will not boast except of my weaknesses. Paul was traveling light. He didn't have confidence in himself. He didn't have confidence in the stuff that he had in life. And this was the, the very point Jesus had for the disciples as he sent them out. It says he charged them to take nothing for their journey. Again, this isn't that it's sinful to have money or it's bad to have an extra pair of clothes. He was teaching them a lesson. Later on, he'd say, yeah, take all of those things. But in the short term, he wanted them to understand that their hope was not in themselves. That's not the way of the kingdom. 
This is an important thing for you and me to be clear on. You know, we do live in a time, maybe all times are like this, that, that the focus is on self and pride and chest pumping and, and you've got the truth within and this power within and you can do whatever you set your mind to. We have a greater hope than that. It's not in self. You know, this is one of the reasons in the church we emphasize tithing. You know, tithing kind of grows out of this. And the, the, the whole point of tithing is not that God needs the money, but the whole point of tithing is kind of voluntarily offloading some things so that we can understand that that's not where our trust is. That's not where our confidence is. I want to encourage you uh, during this Pentecost season to think about traveling light and not putting your confidence in yourself or, or the stuff that you have. You know, our confidence isn't in, like, credit cards and what we can buy, what we can earn. Uh, this is nothing against credit cards or debit cards, but let it be a metaphor. You know, this is the world's way. I can do it. I've got this covered all by myself. I found some uh, credit card slogans. Do you remember these? And this... And it's like a commentary on people's thinking. A GM rewards card said, your card is the key. Cash Plus says, for larger living. There's another credit card that says, for more of the things that you love. The World Master Card says, more living, less limits. Visa says, yes, you can. See, this is not the way of the kingdom. The way of the kingdom is not self and what we can do, but it's to focus on and, and to look to Jesus. I want to encourage you today to rethink your travel plans. As you're making your way on your pilgrimage under, un, unto God's glory, to rethink how it is you travel and how it is that, that you're making your way. Paul or Jesus sent the disciples out, and here was their message. Here's what they said. It says, So they went out and proclaimed that people should repent. We've talked about this a number of times over the last few months. Uh, uh, repentance is more than simply admitting your wrong, your sin, and turning away. Often we hear about repentance as some kind of a finger in our face to stop doing bad things and turn around. And, and it's not disconnected with that. But the word repent, as we've been looking at these last many months, means to rethink things, get a new mind. Don't look at things the old way. There's a new way to think of things. And that indeed is, is, is turning away from sin. You know, what is sin but rebellion against God? Sin is saying, God, I'm in charge of me and you're not. And so to repent is to rethink that and to turn away from self and to count on God. Today, I want to encourage you to rethink your travel plans and live a life that, that thinks rightly about Jesus. I want to encourage you to trust Jesus. Let Him be your hope. Let Him be your confidence. A trust. Nobody loves you like Jesus. Nobody can help you like Jesus. Jesus came down from above. He became a human being. He lived on your behalf. He died on your behalf. He rose again. He's at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. He can do all things. He invites you today to trust Him. Not yourself, not things in the world. To have your trust 
be in Him. Uh, I know the world poo-poos this and may think of this as something old-fashioned and superstitious. Uh, the world has poo-pooed Jesus and turned against Jesus from the beginning. Uh, in, in our gospel lesson today, we saw that. They said about Jesus, they said, Is not this the carpenter? Would we hope in Him? You know, we, we know His mom. We went to school with his brothers and sisters. We went on picnics with him. How can our hope be in him? I want to encourage you, regardless of the naysaying and the gainsaying against Jesus, to trust Jesus. He will provide for you. He will be your strength. Uh, He said to Paul, one of the great lines in Scripture, of course, it's Jesus. He said, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's, that's so literally true. My power is made perfect in weakness. What was the weakest thing that ever happened? Or what was the greatest time of weakness on the face of the earth? Wasn't it this? Jesus, having come down from above, emptied. And he didn't defend himself in front of Pilate or Herod. He let the Jewish leaders beat him. He let them spit on him. He suffered and died a horrible death on the cross. They opened a tomb and put him in there. Was there ever a greater example of weakness? But his power is made perfect in that weakness. For in that, our sin has been atoned for. In that, our adversary Satan has been defeated. In that, the final enemy, death itself, has been destroyed and Christ has been raised from the dead and because of him, you and I have life forever. I want you to trust Jesus. His power is made perfect in that weakness and in your weakness. I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what, what things not working out for you the way you'd like it to. I don't know what, what kind of challenge you might have. But, but the very power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in you to enable you. I want to encourage you to trust Jesus above all things. Uh, Trust Jesus above whatever's the the latest in technology. People are always trusting in technology. Back in the early 1900s, they said this technology will change everything. In 2000, they said this technology will change everything. In 2100, they'll say this technology will change everything. I want you to trust in Jesus above whatever it is that technology can provide. I want to encourage you to trust in Jesus above all finances. Yours is the kingdom. You know, we don't need to be grubbing and and worrying and anxious about money. I don't understand this. I know this to be true, but I, I never understand this. I don't know why in the world a Christian would ever want to win the lottery. What in the world do we have to gain by winning the lottery? The kingdom of God is ours. I want to encourage you to trust Jesus above all things, technology, finances, especially yourself. You know, even in your best days, and you have some good days, and God is good, and he's given you gifts and abilities and use those things. But even in your best days, what are you? You are dust, and to dust you shall return. Greater is the one who is in us. I want to encourage you to trust Jesus above all, and I want to encourage you to trust Jesus for all. I want you to trust Jesus for all things, the smallest things, for your daily bread. Whatever it is you need, Jesus will provide. Look to Him, count on Him for your daily bread. Uh, look to Him and trust in Him for your kids and your grandkids. You know, too often, 
parents and grandparents are trying to do things for their kids and make sure their kids see this, do that, and, and experience some other thing. But the one thing needful for the kids is for them to know Jesus and to walk with Jesus and, and be in relationship to Jesus. Trust Jesus for all. Your daily bread, your kids, your career. Are you trying to get ahead with the next thing in life? Jesus knows what you need. Look to Him. Count on Him. He'll provide. This is the kingdom of God. And we don't look to things and stuff. We look to Jesus. Uh, th there's nothing wrong with credit cards, debit cards. There's no, no kind of a sermon against them. But it's an invitation for you and for me to put our hope in the one who is king. King of kings, Lord of lords, God above all gods. Maybe I'll leave you with one more credit card. Remember this one? What was, what's the American Express? Don't leave home without it. That's Jesus. Wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you travel, don't leave at home without him. Amen. Let's pray.